0: I spent so much time at the beginning of college trying to plan everything and being so stressed out when I couldn't see like what my future was going to look like at every second. It's just kind of sit back and relax and know that not everyone has it figured out. I'm okay with what I'm doing right now. Like I'm still working toward my future. I'm doing great things.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Marcy Bullock, the host of Wolfpack Career Chats, and welcome back to season six, Fresh from the Pack. This season, we will explore the exhilarating yet challenging path that recent graduates face. Being a human is hard, and change is hard, and you are not alone as you embrace the inevitable struggles of leaving your undergrad days behind and creating a life you love. Hi, Wolfpack fans. Today, Abby Goldstein is on the pod. Hi, Abby. Hi. It's so good to see you this summer. You are enjoying the beach and all the good things that should be happening when people are chilling out in the summer, but this podcast may air more in the fall semester, so as students are coming back to campus, we are beginning to spotlight successful recent alumni, and you're very recent, aren't you? I am. I just graduated in May of this year. Yes, May 2023. Hooray. And you did a lot of things when you were a student here. I was scrolling through your LinkedIn. First of all, kudos to you. You're very active on LinkedIn. Thank you. Yeah, it's definitely something that I like to stay, stay up to date on. You've done some internships, and you've done lots of activities, university ambassador, teaching assistant. Uh, I think it's amazing. So what I want to dive into today is a little bit of your story as to uh, the transition that you're making to the next step after you just finished your degree. So tell us a little bit about you and what's next.
0: Yeah, sure. So I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. So it's about two hours from NC State. And when I was looking at colleges, I'm the oldest of four in the family. So I really didn't have any idea what to expect. I was the first one going off. But one of the reasons that NC State appealed to me because it just had a little bit of everything. It's a big school and it had that like big state um, feel. And then um, the other reason I chose stay is because I really wanted to be in the research triangle. So I kind of like picked my location first. There's just so many opportunities, so many companies in the area that are hiring for internships, experiences, and in employment. And I actually started out school as a business major my freshman year, um, but I quickly realized it just wasn't really something that aligned with me. And so I ended up switching to majoring in nutrition science, which is in the College of Agriculture and Life Sciences. And I loved it. And I graduated in May of this year. And I am now continuing on to a accelerated bachelor's program in nursing at Duke this fall so that I can get my um, nursing degree because I decided that's what I wanted to go into after a lot of time of thinking and doing different things around
1: campus. That is a wonderful story, Abby. So you're going over to Duke. Congratulations, Mm -hmm. but your blood will always be what color? Wolfpack red, baby. Always. Okay. All right. Just yeah. double checking. Um, oh, of course. So when you started as a business major and mm-hmm. then were trying to figure it out, did you take any classes that might have assisted you in making such a decision to change your major? Yeah. So
0: I, while well, I was in the intercollege uh, ICT program, the intercollege program, I took USC 202 my sophomore year. Um, which is career exploration with the wonderful Marcy Bullock. And it was definitely a class that taught me a lot. Um, I was able, I took it during my sophomore year. So it was like heavy COVID times. I mean, lockdown, masks, not lockdown, quarantine, masks everywhere, social distancing. And it was just the time where I was actually able to like interact with other students, even just on Zoom, sometimes in person. Um, and we were able to talk about like what we could see in ourselves, see ourselves doing in the future, take tests on our strengths and values. And it was just like really an eye-opening experience where I was able to look more into what I want to do versus sitting in a classroom and learning information and then regurgitating it on a test. So it was very helpful. And um, I also learned more about the different majors that we had. Um, I knew I wanted to go into science, but I didn't really know exactly what type. Um, So that's what I found out about the nutrition science program, which is very similar to a normal biology degree, but it's just a little bit more specialized. And um, I thought nutrition was interesting. So,
1: yeah. That is a wonderful story because when you start off, it's hard to know really what direction you want to go in when you're 18 years old. And as you reminded Mm me, I forgot it was masks and COVID when you were in my class and a lot of virtual, which that was rough on everyone, but we Mm -hmm. made it through. And you were able to do so many things while you were a student here. What are some of the things that you would recommend for others that are just starting their journey? They don't have to deal with all the COVID stuff and they can just make a community for themselves.
0: Yeah, so I would definitely say to use your resources at NC State. Half of the jobs that I got were actually, you'll love this through the EPAC page. Um, And I applied and it's, yeah, it's um, through the Career Development Center, if you guys don't know. Um, And they, uh, companies will reach out um, wanting to hire NC State students and you can apply right through the website. And it's awesome. You can send your resume over, um, talk to the recruiter. Um, And another thing that just kind of helped me is, um, I mean, I didn't do anything related to nursing um, for my experiences in my undergrad. I used them more as opportunities to figure out what I want to do, not like trying to have it all figured out at the beginning. Um, And so, for example, I was a physical therapy technician. I was part of the nutrition science programs. It was through the NC State Athletics. So we were um, nutrition interns, which was really cool. And I learned I kind of picked a little bit and learned a little bit from each But it wasn't like the end all be all. So I would definitely say to just get out there, try out something it doesn't have to be like your end goal perfect job internship. And then you can just kind of go from there. Yeah, that would definitely be what I learned from those.
1: That's such good advice, Abby. And we will link up to EPAC in case students don't know that they can scroll through and look for opportunities. Can you talk a little bit more about the process of getting that on EPAC? So walk us through, you're just like one day you're like, oh, what will I do next summer? Mm-hmm. So um, there was a big chunk of my undergrad career where I really wanted to be a
0: physical therapist. So when I went onto to the EPAC site, um, I typed in physical therapy. There's a little search bar. I can narrow things down for you. Um, and then it showed what company it was, and you can just basically click apply. Um, it depends on if they want um, you to send their just a resume to you or if there's a specific application for that um, for that program or for the um, the position. Um, And then they will reach out to you. I remember they reached out to me through um, my NC State email and also through um, just my, I I put my phone number in there as well on my resume. And the, yeah, the the guy at the physical therapy office just called me right on the phone and asked me if I want to come in for an interview in person. So that's kind of how I got there.
1: Yeah, it's so easy. Um, and yeah. you mentioned a couple of things that you did along the way. So you put together a mm-hmm. resume, and I was mm-hmm. also bragging on how awesome your LinkedIn is. Talk a little bit about how you got all of these things together, because that can be overwhelming for a student. They're like, oh, my resume, I don't know where to start. I know, I know. So I actually, I know I started my resume before
0: I went to USC 202. I had um, kind of like a jumbled one from high school, beginning of college. Um, but I just kind of sat down and I organized everything from, um, the, the newest dates at the top to the oldest, um, took out everything from high school. I just wanted college experiences. I know that that's a big thing um, that people will tell you for like resume workshops is just take out your high school stuff, just include college. Um, and then from there, I just tried to shorten it, use little action sentences to describe, um, what I did at the job, um, and highlight, you know, humbly highlight, my strengths and what I brought to the workplace um and yeah I just had to sit down and kind of like get everything out of my brain all the things that I've done in the past and then from there I narrowed it down and made it sound more professional But it's definitely a work in progress my resume I change it all the time I have it on my desktop um and whenever I do something new I'll add it on or I'll just kind of like tweak or edit it and then I mean even for I had to send one for um a scholarship, and it was just I. They just wanted my healthcare experience, so I, I took out you know the, my serving job, things that weren't related to that, um, and then added it back in later. So.
1: Yeah, you can tweak it and customize Mm -hmm. it. And one more thing we'll link to in our show notes is our career guide, which has lots of sample resumes, which is really helpful. And I should actually get yours to put in there. But the other thing that you did is your LinkedIn profile. And I think a lot of students are used to using social media. So what kind of social media do you use for fun? And what Mm -hmm. kind do you use for more serious
0: Yes. So for fun, uh, okay. So I used to be really big into social media, like TikTok, Facebook. I'm trying to limit it more, but I still have my Instagram. I love Instagram. It's a way to communicate with, you know, a lot of my friends that have already moved out of the state onto their their big girl jobs, which is I'm so proud of them. Um, so I I go on Instagram and then Facebook for my family. I would say it goes to like levels of professionalism. Instagram at the bottom, but still you have to you have to keep an eye on your um. Your image on the internet, you know that stuff will follow you. So Instagram, and then a little bit higher up is Facebook, just for my family, and then LinkedIn's at the top. So yeah, I use my LinkedIn um, strictly for um, professional contacts. Um, I have a lot of my close friends from college on there, which is great. We really like to support each other through likes and comments, which is great. But yeah, you have to keep an eye on the the um, language that you use and what you're posting on your LinkedIn because that's how you get a job. So you want to make sure that it's, it's, it's portraying you well.
1: Uh, Absolutely. And that worked so well for you. And it's interesting. I love how you describe that because I think you're a generation Z. I bet you were born in 2000 something. I won't ask you. Okay, 2000. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I was going to be like, yeah, you could say your age. But it's interesting because, like, in my generation, which would be the family members, you're like, I go to Facebook. And then Mm -hmm. it's not really your friends that are on Facebook. And then Instagram more for, you know, more things that are related to all your friends and then LinkedIn mm-hmm. is the professional one. And so yeah. it's it's really nice you have this beautiful picture up there with your cap and gown on it and we're actually going to have a photo booth in the career center which is cool. I know this wasn't That's here cool. when you were uh, a student. And yeah. students can get their nice professional headshot so it's not intimidating at all. And then going mm-hmm. back to your internship, you mentioned physical therapy and now you're going mm-hmm. into nursing. So it's related, but what did you kind of learn about yourself that helped you switch Out of physical therapy to nursing.
0: Yes, so I worked at the PT office for over a year, um, and I got really close with a lot of the patients. They would come in the same time every week. I realized I really loved the patient care aspect of physical therapy, not as much the actual physical therapy part of it. But I knew that, like, I wanted to be in a in a healthcare position where I was working one on one with patients. Um, and there was actually a younger physical therapist that worked there that actually mentioned to me, she was like, you should look into nursing. I had like, I, I just had, it was last summer. I remember I had like four or five people from like completely different situations be like, I, w- I could see you as a nurse. Like you should look in nursing. And I was like, okay, well I'll do that. Um, and I started looking into it more and talking to people that were nurses. And I realized that it's such a great field because you can kind of you can start out as one thing do it for a little bit and then switch to a different, a different setting. Like there's really the world's your oyster with a nursing degree. Um, And I know myself, and I know that um, I kind of don't want to be doing the same thing for my whole career. I want to be able to switch around, maybe go into education or move um, onto a different floor of the hospital or go from the hospital to outpatient care. I'm not totally sure yet, but I know that like what keeps me going is like learning and, and having new experiences. So um once I figured out that I can kind of keep my options open as a nurse, um that's kind of what solidified things for me. But yeah, I definitely learned from the PT office that I want to be working with patients and they and the PTs there just had great advice for me from like what they've done and it's nice, you know, having an outside perspective, someone else looking at you being like, I could see you do this because I'm so in my head sometimes that I can't like, you know, fully see stuff like that formulate in front of me. So yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic to hear another person suggest it and you're like, Oh, let me mm-hmm. check it out. And then it matches up with your values because you want something where you have lots of variety. And mm-hmm. one of the assessments that you were referring to earlier is called focus two, which will link up in the show notes and students can realize like, Oh, that's really important to me. I need that. It is mm-hmm. a deal breaker. I can't live my life without having lots of different things going on. Um, and plus PS, the older I get, I'm going to need you to take care of me so thank you for going into nursing um one of the other said the
0: same thing they were like <laughs> okay well we know who's gonna be moving back in with us and taking care of us when we're old i was like all right
1: you're you're the one in the sibling that will visit them in the home right you'll be like i'm yes. here to see you yes everybody has yes. a child like that so the mm-hmm. other thing that you did was a research internship so that was in mm-hmm. a manufacturing lab um, can you talk a little bit about what you learned from that
0: yeah, so I only did this for about three, I think it was three months. Um, but it was really cool. It was the only time I've been in a fully lab setting. So um you it was called biomedonics and they were they were making and packaging um COVID kits, um, antigen test kits. And um so there we were working in the labs, but we were um the the other research assistants and I were just doing the manufacturing aspect, but I was surrounded by actual lab scientists that were like mixing chemicals and doing all this stuff. But something I did realize is that it's a very solitary job. Um, I felt like everyone was kind of doing their own specific thing, which some for some people I could totally see them loving. I have some friends that were engineers going into more um, research jobs and I can see them loving that. But I was like itching for like social interaction. I was like, and everyone was just kind of like in their own little world. So it was a really cool experience to be able to, you know, work in a lab versus all my other experiences, which were very like people-centered jobs. So it did teach me a lot, but it's, it's very, they're two very different things for, you know, the same degree, like a science degree. So that was pretty yeah. cool to be able to see. Yeah.
1: And, and the key is to try lots of things. Cause that's how you, exactly. you know, put a big Sharpie through it and go, nope, that doesn't fit with me. But for a really introverted person, they might love that. All right, what is the best advice you ever got?
0: Okay, so I really had to think about this one. I have a little notes part on my phone where I'll just like type in quotes as they come to me or I see them places. Like ones that just really resonate with me. And I was listening to a interview from my favorite person ever, Harry Styles. I'm sure, you know, everyone knows who Harry Styles is. Um, And he was being interviewed by Zane Lowe after his latest album, Harry's House, came out last year. Um, And- you know, it was such a success that he was just like, what's like something that you tell yourself every day that gets you out of bed that gets you to like, you know, produce like sing in front of millions of people and produce music like this. And he said, no one really knows what they're doing. And that could be very terrifying or it can be very relaxing. And I just kind of chose to let it be relaxing instead. And I was just like, hmm. I, I mean, it coming from someone that's so successful, that I thought had it all figured out from the outside, like it just, it just really made me think. I was just like, I spent so much time at the beginning of college trying to plan everything and being so stressed out when I couldn't see like what my future was gonna look like at every second. And just kind of sit back and relax and know that not everyone has it figured out. I'm okay with what I'm doing right now. Like I'm still working toward my future, I'm doing great things. Like just reminding yourself that is something that is really important, I think. And coming from someone like Harry Styles, I was like, wow.
1: I love that. Amen, sister. It's literally like everyone has some imposter syndrome. And when you're in college, it's almost the worst because you're constantly comparing yourself with grades. And, you know, that person seems like they've got it all figured out. And I'm the only one that's insecure. So wonderful advice. So we're going to wrap up with some rapid fire, fun questions. So what is your favorite howling cow flavor?
0: Definitely Wolf Tracks. I know at one point it was the chancellor's choice. I just, I love these tracks and so yummy.
1: Yum. And what is your best Wolf Pack memory?
0: Definitely my senior year of college when I got to go to the UNC-NC State uh, basketball game in February, I believe, when we obviously beat them. I have two younger siblings that both go to UNC, so there was a lot of trash talk going on before. And to be able to be there in the stadium was amazing we even had I remember my friends and I walked in this was the best part how can I forget this my friends and I walked in and there were two rows right behind us that were reserved and we we're kind of like oh that's weird five minutes later the whole entire NC State football team files in behind us and so we are in like I felt like I was in the prime NC State spirit circle because they were all behind us and we were just like screaming the whole time I'm pretty sure I lost my voice after that
1: That is so much fun. I love that story. And then last question, we're going to zoom in the time machine into the future. What advice do you have for your 40-year-old self? Because you kind of gave some good advice to your younger self about, you know, knowing that you're not going to have it all together. Would you change that at all for the future, Abby Goldstein?
0: Probably, I I hope that in the future I'll have the same mindset I have now, where my career is not my entire life. You know, I really I have a lot of I you know I value family and friends so much, and you know seeing the world and traveling. And there's still like I feel like I did a little bit too much zoning in and NC State. I didn't get to study abroad. You know, there's so much I want to see. So I hope that you know I'll be able to do some of that in the future, and that. I will love my career, but I'll also have a life outside of it.
1: Amazing. I think you will. I'll check back in with you in 20 years, my friend. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much.